Hey everybody, this is Hunter Howard. I'm the lead pastor of Encounter Church. Here at Encounter Church, our vision is helping people encounter God. And that's what I pray and hope for you today, that you will encounter God through this message. Enjoy. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. See, Jesus was the truth, but they couldn't take it yet. They couldn't take it yet because he needed to go to the cross and carry our sins first to restore and renew and redeem our hearts so that he could send his spirit, hallelujah, into our hearts. And then we would be able to receive and to learn and to be guided into truth, right? Okay. So there's much more I want to tell you, but, but you can't bear it now. When the spirit of truth comes, he'll guide you into all truth. I want us to read together, all together, this next sentence. Ready? He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. Let's go back a slide. Ready? He will not speak on his own, but he'll tell you what he has heard. Come on, somebody say witness. witness. He'll tell you about the future. He'll bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. And that all that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you. Whatever he receives from me. Okay. The Holy Spirit is Jesus' inner witness. To the human heart. The Holy Spirit is Jesus' inner witness. To the human heart. Another way to say that is the Holy Spirit echoes God's voice inside our spirit. Let, just, I want you to think on that. Process that. The Holy Spirit who now, if you're born again. Now listen, if you've not made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life and you're not born again, the Holy Spirit does not live in you. But he wants to. Listen, there's some people out there that say, hey, you know, God is with everyone. No, he's, I mean, God is omnipresently with everyone, but the Spirit of God is not with everyone. Only those who have confessed Jesus Christ as Lord. Yes? Yes? But if you have confessed Jesus Christ and made him the Lord of your life, the Spirit of God lives in you, and listen, inside of you, he witnesses to you. What does a witness do? A witness repeats. That's right. A witness simply repeats. A witness is not a witness if he's making something up. And be a false witness. Right? I mean, there are the, a witness is called a witness because they witnessed something. They saw something. They heard something. And then they repeat it. The Holy Spirit, our helper, our paraclete, the one who comes alongside us, who's with us, who's in us, who comes upon us, right? 
He's with us, and as we walk with him, we will hear him repeating Jesus. I'll break that down a little bit for you here in just a minute, but maybe just to help us uh, understand it, let's go to the Amplified translation of this same passage. We're going to read verses 12 through 15. I have many more things to say to you, but, but you can't bear to hear them now. Come on, somebody. How many of us know God knows when we need to hear what we need to hear? Right? God knows. We want to know everything now. Right? But God knows when we need to know. He knows us better than we know ourselves. Come on, have you ever found yourself like you thought you needed something and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm glad I didn't know that then because I was not ready. Right? If I'd have known that then, I would have made a mess. God knows when we need to hear what we need to hear, when we need to know what we need to know. He said, Jesus said, I have many more things to say, but you can't bear to hear them now. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. It doesn't say he'll tell you the truth. It says he'll guide you or lead you. We're going to get to that in a minute. Full and complete truth, not partial truth, not half truth, not watered down truth, full and complete truth, right? For he will not speak on his own initiative, but will speak whatever he hears from the Father, the message regarding the Son. Holy Spirit, who is God, will never say something to us that he didn't receive directly from the Father and the Son. And he will, I love this word, he will disclose to you. Come on, what does it mean to disclose? something all pastors need or anyone by the way if you're ever going to pray for someone let me disclose this truth to you He will disclose to you what is to come in the where? In the future. He will what? Glorify and honor me. Who's saying this? Jesus. Because he, the Holy Spirit, will take from what is mine and will disclose it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Uh, get this. This is a picture of the Trinity, actually. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. They're three in one, one in three. They're one in the same. Three different expressions of one, right? Look at what he says. He says, all that the Father has, all things the Father has are mine. Jesus said, everything the Father has is mine, right? Because of this, I'll say the Spirit will take from what is mine and reveal it to you. 
So everything the Spirit has is from the Father and the Son because He's the Spirit of the Father and the Son. Right? I mean, the more I get to know the Trinity, the more, like, I just, He's amazing. So the Holy Spirit is our inner witness. In other words, a witness on the inside of us. And if you've ever heard his voice, you know what I'm talking about. He repeats. He repeats. He repeats. And when we don't listen, he doesn't have anything new to say. He repeats, right? Sometimes we hear him. Sometimes we hear him pointing out a scripture. The father said that. And we don't want to obey. And I found myself wanting to hear something new. And he's like, as I've learned to know the Holy Spirit and love the Holy Spirit and walk with the Holy Spirit, many times I don't hear anything new until I've obeyed what he just told me. And I see some of you smiling because you know you've been there. If you feel like, I just feel like the Lord keeps saying the same thing to me over and over again. He doesn't have anything new to say. We could say that the Holy Spirit, you know, we have the CEO and the CFO and the COO. The Holy, whatever, the chief executive officer, the chief financial officer. The Holy Spirit is the C-R-O. Chief Repeating officer. And he repeats to us or witnesses to us about four specific things. We just read them in scripture, all right? You want me to break it down for you? Number one, he witnesses to us about the truth. He witnesses to us, he witnesses about the truth. Now, If we look back at the scripture, you can look back in in, in your Bible. It says, again, it does not say that the spirit of truth will tell you the truth. It says he will guide us or lead us into the truth. Why? I, I, I honestly believe this, okay? Because it's a relationship, How many times has someone told you something and sooner or later, more often, sooner, you forgot what they even said? But it's different. Listen, it's different when you discover it for yourself. It sticks with you. Yes? And this is how the Holy Spirit operates concerning the truth. Now, listen. The truth is found in God's word. Yes? The psalm says, the sum of your words is the truth. Yes? And the Holy Spirit will always speak according to God's word. But I'm sure I'm not the only one who doesn't totally, completely understand God's word every time. Everything it says. I need a little help. Does anybody else need a little help? Thank God he's the helper. Because the word, the the truth of God 
in his word is very plain and it's very clear. But because we have a screwed up mind that's been jaded by the world and by our experiences, right? We need help to get through all that junk and come to the conclusion and discover the truth. And I'm just so thankful that the Holy Spirit relates to me like that. He now, now, sometimes, listen, I have experience at, at times when the Holy Spirit just goes like that with the truth. Boom. You know, like a truth bomb. Yes? Yes? A lot of times it's because he's going to deliver me from something. Keep me out of something. Or get me out of something, right? But there are many other times when simply as I get to know him and I walk in relationship with him and I invite the Holy Spirit into my relationship with the Bible, the word of God, that all of a sudden I'll discover a truth that's been there all along. It gets disclosed. See, it was always in there. But, oh, look what I found. We don't find nothing. <laughs> we really, we do find it because when we seek, we find, but we don't do it on our own. We do it with help. He shows us where it is. He shows us what it is, right? He leads us into the truth. The second thing he does, the second thing he repeats or witnesses to us about, number two, is he witnesses to us about what God is saying. What God is saying. Now, this is important. This is so important. How many of us believe God is alive? The Bible is not just some record of what God said. Yes? I mean, it is a, it is a manuscript written, right, of what God said. But how many of us know that the word of God is alive? Living, it's alive, it's active, it's effective, and Jesus Christ is the living word of God. And Jesus is alive, y'all. So it's not just what God said, but God is speaking. God is speaking today. He wants to speak to each of us. In fact, Jesus promised that if we're his sheep, we'll what? Hear his voice. Jesus didn't say, if you're my sheep, my sheep, read my voice. Listen to me. Just let's, let's, let's shake off a little bit of tradition that's not necessarily truth. Okay? God speaks through his word, the Bible. Amen? He will never speak anything that disagrees with what he already spoke. Amen? But he is speaking today. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. The first disciples had nothing written of what Jesus said. Hello? They only had him. And then it was repeated, right, by the apostles, by the disciples. Eventually... It all got written down and verified and all came together in what we called the canon, right? The gospels and all that kind of stuff where, we, where, where it was verified and, and, and 
people that had been with him, right, wrote down what he said. But does anybody believe that first century Christians, before they had the Bible, could hear the voice of Jesus? Yeah, it's in the Bible. <laughs> many occasions, many examples of his sheep hearing his voice. The Holy Spirit does that. The Holy Spirit is Jesus' voice to us. He echoes, he witnesses, he repeats what Jesus is saying. I'll tell you, we need to hear his voice. The Holy Spirit is the inner voice of God. Now, very important again. Let me repeat. Not everybody can hear the inner voice of God. And a lot of people who claim to do not. I don't know what the voice they hear is. It's a lot of them. Right? Sometimes people say God spoke to me and they spoke to themselves. Yeah? And there's a scripture that says you, you, you claim to be a prophet and you make up everything you say. I didn't say anything you said, right? And people do that. Others hear. And he, this, one, this one is easy. It's easy to hear the devil. <laughs> He's loud. He's pushy. He'll speak to you in a way that sounds almost true, but it's not. Just slightly twisted. We all also hear what everybody else has to say, right? So listen, is it important to know how to hear God speaking? Yes. The Holy Spirit will witness to us what God is saying now. We need to learn to be people who can hear the voice of God. Who can discern the voice of God from other voices. Number three, he witnesses to us about the future. He witnesses to us about the future. How does he do that? How could he disclose what's in the future if we hadn't got there yet? Because he's already there and he already knows. He's been there and back a hundred times before he ever got there. This is something so amazing about God. This, this just, again, it's hard to wrap your mind around it, but he is from everlasting to everlasting. He is the one, this is, uh, his name means this, Yahweh, means the one who is. He just is. Okay? That's actually God's name. 
He's always been, he'll always be, no beginning, no end. He created space and time and, and dwells within space and time, but he's not contained by space and time. The Spirit of God knows everything that ever was, everything that is, everything that ever will be, and everything that ever could be. He knows it all. How amazing that he would want to disclose stuff to you and me. But he does. Joel chapter 2, fulfilled in Acts chapter 2, now being fulfilled until the second coming of Jesus. I'll pour my spirit out in the last days. I'll pour my spirit out on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will, will dream dreams and your young will see. Come on, say visions and dreams. What's the difference between a vision and a dream? Well, I don't have time to go deeply into that, but... Mainly, a vision, you're normally awake, and a dream, you're asleep, right? A vision is something you see when you're awake, right? You're conscious of it, you're awake. Uh, it can be a, 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 an image. It can be sometimes almost like a video playing in front of your eyes. It can just simply be an impression about something that is to come. Come on, say vision. Other t- and God speaks to us through visions, Okay. But he also speaks to us through dreams. I've had this happen many times. I know that people, a lot of people, there are some people that dream a lot and God speaks to them a lot through dreams. Not me. I'm not one of those. So I can tell you with one hand, right, how many times God specifically spoken to me through a dream and it was absolutely true what I saw in the dream. Okay? One of the things the Holy Spirit will disclose about the future to us is that he will warn us he'll caution us right sometimes you'll just hear him that inner voice speaking to you and this is what I found I hear him speaking to me but if I don't pay enough attention he'll give me a vision and if I really don't pay enough attention he'll give me a dream right the God warns us about things to come to deliver us, right? Anybody need a little help with the future? The Holy Spirit wants to speak to you. He wants to witness to you about the future. Number four, the final thing is Holy Spirit witnesses to us about the glory of Jesus. Back in the scripture it says, he will glorify and honor me because he'll take from what's mine and disclose it to you. The Holy Spirit shows us Jesus' glory as God. Without the Holy Spirit, we can't know Jesus for who he really is. But the Holy Spirit on the inside of us shows us Jesus as who he is, as God. He shows us the glory of Jesus. The only way I know how to describe it is I can get quiet. 
I can close my eyes or I can get off alone and I can see Jesus in, in me. I can see who he is. I can recognize him as, as, as God. Now, this is important. The Holy Spirit will never bring glory to anybody or anything else. Especially not me or you. He glorifies Jesus in us and through us. What he doesn't do is magnify us. Look at me. Right? We do that. That's right. (laughs) Now the Holy Spirit might do something through us for the glory of Jesus. And we take the glory. That's a quick recipe for him to stop using you. But the Holy Spirit is keenly focused on glorifying Jesus in our hearts and through our lives. He will bring glory and honor to Jesus. Listen to me. If you've ever seen Jesus for who he really is and understood who he really was, that was the Holy Spirit. That wasn't you. If you heard the gospel and believed in Jesus Christ as Lord and you believed in what he did on the cross and you made him the Lord of your life, guess who showed you that? It wasn't the preacher and it wasn't you. It was the spirit of God. That's why some people can hear the gospel and not believe because they haven't seen yet. Only the Holy Spirit can show us Jesus for who he is. Again, we said this last week, but, you know, if you're, if you're, you have it in your heart to lead other people to Jesus, to win souls, right? To lead people into the kingdom of God. We have to preach the gospel. We have to share the gospel, right? But we have to understand that it's the spirit of God who actually can show somebody's heart who Jesus is. And we got to be praying into that. Holy Spirit, reveal Jesus. One of the things I pray pretty much daily for our city is Holy Spirit, reveal Jesus. Reveal Jesus in Cobb County, right? Show every man, woman, and child in their heart who Jesus is. Bring glory to it. We're going to witness. We're going to share the gospel, right? But Holy Spirit, you show them who Jesus is. He shows us Jesus as God and will share that glory with no one else. Yes, the Holy Spirit witnesses to us about the truth. The Holy Spirit witnesses us about what God is saying. The Holy Spirit witnesses to us about the future. And the Holy Spirit witnesses to us about Jesus and his glory. Is this helping out anybody? All right. Well, 
to wrap it up, I wasn't planning on doing this point. I wasn't planning on teaching this, but it just jumped out at me as I was preparing for this word. So I, I had planned to give you four things the Holy Spirit witnesses about, but I'm going to give you a, a bonus. Number five. Ready? This just really hit me. The Holy Spirit is our inner witness. Yes? Yes. We, we've grabbed a hold of that truth, right? He witnesses to us inside of us about the truth, about the future, about what God is saying, about the glory of Jesus. Yes? Look at Acts 1.8. You're going to read this one this week. Actually, this is coming up. I think this comes up on Thursday or Friday in our, in our Bible reading plan. But you will receive power when the who? The Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses. Hmm. Telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. See, the Holy Spirit isn't only our inner witness but he turns us into witnesses. The Holy Spirit, our inner witness, will make you a witness to others. Now, listen, now we repeat to others what we have seen and we have heard. Now listen, I'm about to conclude. So I'm going to ask if we could just refrain from getting up and down and going in and out. I want us to respect the presence of the Lord here as we get ready to pray. The Holy Spirit doesn't just witness to you and me. He actually turns us into witnesses too. You could say we become his co-witnesses, right? We're... In this partnership, he's the chief partner witness. And we're the junior partner witness, right? If there's somebody that wants to tell the whole world about Jesus, it's the Holy Spirit. And as he shows us who Jesus is and tells us about the truth and shows us the glory of Jesus, then we tell others what we've seen and what we have heard. We become witnesses to others as well. By the way, this is really important. What good would a silent witness be? Because I've heard this incorrect notion. People don't need me to tell them about Jesus. They just need to see my example. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. Exclamation point. Okay? Yes, people need to see Jesus in us. But they can't believe unless they hear the message of the gospel. What good would it be for me to go to court, to, to, be on, uh, to go to a trial, and I saw and heard everything that happened, and to be called to the stand... Only to smile and 
be a good example of a nice person. And, but I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be willing to actually say what I saw and what I heard. What good of a witness would I be? See, people, sometimes we think we're a witness only by the way we live. No, that's called your testimony. And our testimony, yes, it builds the platform on which we can stand. But we got to stand up and speak out about Jesus. Your world needs your witness. My world needs my witness. Yes, our world needs our example. They need to see how we follow Jesus. They need to see Christ in us, in the way we live, in the way we speak, in the way we relate to one another, in the way we serve. But to truly, we're not really actually being a witness until we open our mouth and say something. I want to encourage you today. I want to challenge you today. Speak up about Jesus. The Holy Spirit is always witnessing to our hearts, in our hearts, right? What does He witness to us about? About the, the truth? Right? He guides us. He witnesses to us inside of us about what God is saying. He witnesses us and discloses the, the future. And he witnesses to us inside of us about the glory of Jesus. And then he makes us his co-witnesses. And everything he's received from the Father and the Son, and he repeats it to us, and then we open our mouth and we repeat it to others. You don't, listen, you don't have to be a preacher to be a witness. You just have to tell people about Jesus. Tell people about the message of the cross. Tell people about your own personal testimony, about what Jesus has done for you, what Jesus has done in you. Amen. And just before I invite the worship team back to the stage. You know, the Holy Spirit is witnessing about Jesus to you today. And if you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Today. Should be, could be your day God's will is for everyone to know him it's not God's will for any to be lost for any to perish but for all to repent and he came in human form he sent himself Into this world, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, to live for us and having never sinned, 
to carry our sin and die in our place to pay the price so we could be forgiven and we could be redeemed. And let me tell you, the Holy Spirit is talking to you about that. He has been talking to you about that. He wants to save you, but you have to take a step. And the Bible says that if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we'll be saved. The first step, listen, the first step in following Jesus is to receive Jesus. And the word says in John chapter 1 that to be children of God, we have to believe in him and receive him. And if we want to be saved, we have to confess him as our Lord. And right now, I, I just know the Holy Spirit is witnessing to our hearts. Those of us in this room, maybe some listening to this podcast, I just want to invite you right now, just, let's just close our eyes for a moment. Because I want to invite you to make Jesus the Lord of your life. I'm not going to invite you to an altar. I'm not going to invite you to repeat a magic prayer. I want to invite you and encourage you right now, right there where you are sitting. I want you to call on Jesus. Make a conscious decision today to turn away from sin and to turn your life over to God. Come on, even right there where you're sitting, open your mouth and say, Jesus, save me. Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, the Lord of lords, today I make you my Lord. I confess you, my Lord Jesus. I decide to follow you. Come on, the Bible says anyone who calls on the name. In fact, it says everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Call on his name, not just the name of Jesus, but Jesus as Lord. Today I make you the Lord of my life, Jesus. I surrender all. I no longer want to go my way, Jesus. I decide instead to go your way. I receive you as my Lord. Save me, Jesus. Now listen, invite, just be, invite the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come live in me. Holy Spirit, show Jesus to me. Holy Spirit, lead me into the truth. Holy Spirit, show me about the future. Holy Spirit, teach me to hear the voice of Jesus.